You know what I'm also saying? Also mistake submission with stifling. Mm. It doesn't mean that you have to be stifled in your relationship if you decide that you want to submit to your man. I will say, mm. I submit to my husband. Because mm. why? He's proven time and time again that I can trust in his leadership, mm. that mm. he empowers me as a woman to do whatever it is I seek out to do. Yeah. Talk about it, baby. Talk about it. These yeah, things yeah, make yeah. it easy for me to be like, go ahead, baby. Mm. It's you. I'm, I'm here to just, you got the idea? How are we going to execute it? We tap yeah. into each other's strengths. Yeah. You're better equipped to do that, Deval. You do it, okay? Yeah. You're better equipped to do it. You do it. And it's not like a gender role thing. Yeah, right. It's not like a, this is what husbands are it just feels natural. It feels yeah. natural. Yo, what's good? What's popping? What it is, what it ain't. What it could be, what it should be, what it would be. Cam Newton, the song, Mr. Boogie to All. And I'm here to give real good content for the masses. And I promise to keep it funky for your asses. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, what I have or what I present to you today is 20 years of marriage. A unit that's talented beyond belief. We got authors, we got producers, we got a mom, we have a man, a husband. We have all the above in this society that they've thrived on and it's thrived off of brutal honesty. Ladies and gentlemen, I will present to some and introduce to others, Deval and Kadeem. What's good, bro? Man, What's good, bro? how are you? I need to take you along with us so you can uh, intro us everywhere we go. <laughs> Say that shit. You know, I send an invoice now. I ain't got no problem with doing that. Hey, I understand the business side of things. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You got to get paid. You got to get paid for your time. So, Deval, this is our second time talking. Yes. Um, and Kadeem, yes. this is our first. first. But this is, this is something that we all know about. And, and I would like to call you guys top five and I ain't talking about five, really a, a running for the couple of the culture. Oh, wow. We don't that's, talk about that. That's deep. You dig what I'm saying? Like, like, tell me who would fit that running. Couple of the culture. Um, that would be hard for us because we hate the whole couple goals thing. Yeah, so we don't even look at our. No, but I'm just saying, that. like, you know you the know. aesthetic that, you know, my thing is, my, my parents have been together for 38 years. Mm -hmm. And my mom would always tell me, she says, the difference between this day and age of love and, and the old time love is, old time, we were looking for every reason to stay. Mm -hmm. This day and age, they looking for every Ooh, reason to deep. leave. That's deep, that's, that's deep, that's deep. You see what I'm saying? That's actually really accurate. So if I have to think about that, I would have to say, of course, Barack and Michelle. Mm -hmm. You know, Barack held the highest office in the land. Mm -hmm. Michelle is extremely intelligent, right. law degrees. She's a celebrity in her own right, not for just being Barack's wife. I would have to go with them. Of course, it would be easy to say Jay-Z and Beyonce, two of the most influential That's people. That's for me. Yeah, two of the most influential people in our culture. Who um, have also had their issues, their fair share of issues. Like, I think that right. people try to pursue this idea of what this perfection looks like for a couple. Right. And within their own right, all those imperfections has made it perfect for them. So to say that, so, for example, her so. Lemonade album was about right. him cheating on Infidelity. her. Infidelity. Right. Infidelity. That was her number one song. That, that was her number right. one song. People right. love that. You know. That's true. I would have to go with Denzel and Pauletta. Mm. They've been together for a long time. Yeah. And she run the show too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I met them multiple times and really? she's just so... I didn't know they were from Carolina. Yeah. 
And yeah, she's just a strong force, man. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna tell you the issue that's happening mm -hmm. because I have the same issue. Who's a millennial? Mm -hmm. That's the couple of the culture. Oh. I mean, a lot of people love Sierra and, and Russell. A lot of people love them. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, I guess if we listen to the streets, if we listen to social media, they would have to be up there. On what's presented? Um, on what's presented, I guess, I guess yeah. yeah. Sterling K. Brown and his wife. Yeah, Sterling Michelle, K. Brown and Ryan, Michelle they just, Ryan, yep. yeah, Ryan, they, they just been killing it. Right, both in their own right. But is he a millennial? Because he's 40, he's, he's in his oh, right. he's mid 40s, not. and I think uh, Ryan Sterling, is too. I was taking a couple years. Uh, yeah, 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 Sterling. <laughs> But um, I guess that's a difficult question. I guess that's yeah, a difficult question. Yeah, now that you think about it, is man, I'm a sucker. It. I'm a sucker for just just really highlighting black love, mm -hmm. just love in general. Fuck black, fuck white, fuck mm -hmm. you know, just it's love. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like we see it oftentimes in entertainment where a lot of people they publicize their relationship, but mm -hmm. it's just the good. And the thing that I've always respected about you guys is. You guys show the real, whether it's uncomfortable, right. whether it's, it's, it's um, very critical, whether it's a social uh, experiment, social event, mm -hmm. uh, or a current event, I'm sorry. And you, you guys are able to, 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 to find a lesson in any situation. Absolutely. And I respect that. Because there's no losses. That's, I've, I've, fun thing is I've learned that from football. There's no losses, there's only lessons, mm -hmm. right? And when you're talking about black love, you have to separate black love from all the other ones because it's revolutionary. Right in this country, they've criminalized the black experience. So you just being Cam, walking around, means that you're never unarmed and you're always a threat because you're black. Mm -hmm. Which means you, with a black woman, twice the threat. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna stop you, and I don't agree with that to a degree. Okay. Because as black people, we set the standard and the relevancy for so many things. Absolutely. So Absolutely. it's on one hand, Very. it's like socialized or, or as a social, um, you know, kind of experiment, we're a one thing, mm -hmm. but for a cultural experiment, we set the trends for everything, the way people talk, the way people act, the way people present themselves, the way people just, you know, have this aura about themselves. And yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying on one mm -hmm. front, but you also have to mention like without, you know, the suave of you know the black person mm. shit will be lost absolutely but that's why black love is so revolutionary because mm -hmm. we weren't even allowed to be married right and it came over in 1619 it's threatening black people were not allowed to get married mm -hmm. they took the black man out of the home made black women raise their kids on their own taught them to fear black men taught the world to fear black men and over sexualized black women mm -hmm. so when you see a black couple you have to think about 400 years of them using media to create a different picture of who we a are. Correct. You see what I'm saying? And even though we know who we are, mm -hmm. when you see it, you get a chance to be like, wow. Because for example, when we first started sharing, I would get mad, like text messages, DMs from people be like, yo, I've never seen this before. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a black man love on his wife publicly before. Mm -hmm. And even now, people still think it's fake, oh, right? Yeah. We, it's I, definitely facade. We, yeah. just told a picture, <laughs> we just told a story. We was in the uh, airport, stuck in the airport. She went to go to Bojangles, get some fried chicken. Now that's on T-Gates. Right. <laughs> yeah, come on down. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. And last time y'all didn't have my coleslaw, so get it together. Uh, <laughs> so we, we in the airport, and this mad seats, I'm sitting there, I'm exhausted. She yep. comes back for Bojangles. She sits on my lap. 
She's on my lap. It's mad space. She's on my lap. So, you know, she's on my lap. I'm grabbing the booty. She feeding me chicken. We talking. And then a woman comes over, older black woman, and says, you know, I got to be honest. Um, I follow y'all on social media, and I thought everything was fake. But there's no cameras here, and y'all act the same way y'all act on social media. Mm -hmm. So even for black people, they're not used to seeing this. No, they're not used to seeing it. So they think that it's disingenuous until they start to realize, like, nah, they they just acting how they act. But you know what, too? We had to be very deliberate about... We knew that in this space, right, if mm-hmm. we're showing all of the highlights, because that's what social media tends to be, yeah, right. it just would be unfair to not include some of the real things. Absolutely. And I think those real things, those real issues, are problems that we've seen stemming from our grandparents' generation, our parents' generation. Yeah. These are things that we just no longer wanted to just fall into that hamster wheel of this is just how marriage is. Right. It's right. not desirable, marriage in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, men, for example, are going to be like, you know, good luck if you're getting married. You know, what happens when your homie say he's about to get married or you know somebody's about to get married? Yeah. You never like, like, wow, that's like, awesome. You know, yeah. how do you plan on, you know, thriving in this marriage? Yeah, yeah. What it's you doing like, for the bachelor party? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How you going out? No, exactly. exactly. How you going out? Because life is over, you know? So we just felt like we'd be remiss if we didn't show some of that. And it kind of almost, I want to say accidentally happened because we weren't necessarily on a pursuit to be this ideal no, we family. We it weren't. just kind of happened with the videos showing things in jests, you know, yeah. problems that we were having that I think were universal problems. Right, right. It was just nice to see it in a comedic space because people yeah. are easily able to digest it that way. Mm-hmm. You know? So it, it worked so, out. Man, I have a a slew of different topics mm-hmm. that to hit on, but before we get into that, mm-hmm. I will do you guys a disservice without highlighting what you guys got going on. You just came out with a book mm-hmm. um, and speak on that as well as the shows that we have, you know, rocking and rolling. You know what I'm saying? Well, Kay and I, <clears throat> Kay and I started this journey about, i say, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Six years ago, I always wanted to act. I retired from the NFL 2010, was getting the same roles, gangster roles, guy locked up roles, mm-hmm. and my son at two... Watch me, I was on the episode of Power. Mm-hmm. And he goes, damn, daddy, you always wear that orange jumpsuit. That shit kind of broke me. Because mm. I was like, damn, here I am perpetuating the same stereotype that I keep saying that I don't want people to see me as. Because right. I always play a criminal on TV. So I told my wife I was going to write a sitcom loosely based on my life. For people who don't know, um, in 2008, I was supposed to make the rosters of Detroit Lions, punt returner, kick returner. They decided to keep four wide receivers. I had all my money invested in the stock market and property. Then I get cut, and then the recession happens. Oh no! Yeah, so you so so you already know you 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 go from making all of this money at one time to not making any money, and then the recession happens, and my money's tied up in real estate and investments, so I'm losing money. I'm just not liquid. So we ended up having to move back to Brooklyn with close to nothing. Mm And I felt like, dang, this is a real story, but it also sounds like a Hollywood story. Like the NFL player, you know, has to retire and move back to Brooklyn. I was pitching this, pitching this, and all the producers kept saying, eh, it's too wholesome. Yeah. No one wants to see that. Yeah, yeah, no one wants to see that. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do it myself. I had 15 seconds. This is when iPhone, um, yeah, Instagram. Instagram, was Instagram 15 yeah, 15 videos. second reel. That's how it started, yeah. So uh, I started making 15 second clips of me and my wife and our kids, and it started to grow. Then Instagram turned to 60 seconds, and I was like, this is all I need. Yeah. And I put on my profile, um, my name is Aval, I'm a kid from Brooklyn. I'm about to change my life with 60 seconds in the iPhone. And I started to, all of the stuff that I wrote for the script, she and I would act out in them 60 seconds, and it just went through the roof. 
Then the kids became involved as Jackson started to talk more and then yeah. Cairo became involved. And it just blew up into something that we didn't expect it to be. I just wanted to show producers that people wanted to see the content. Mm -hmm. But then monetization started to happen on social media. Yeah. Brand partnerships started to come. So right. I was like, this is a whole business in itself. Right. Then the business man in me was just like, well, fuck selling my idea mm -hmm. to a studio if I can make five times more money from my phone. Right. So hired a staff of people. We started shooting our own content. And then the podcast came about. Right. Won the Webby Award for the podcast. And the book deal came Congrats. about. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's typically how it goes. It goes, you go a podcast, book deal, TV deal, movie deal. So right now we're in a, the process of building a conglomerate to be able to do all those things. Uh, the name of the book is called We Over Me. Okay. The counterintuitive approach to getting the relationship you want uh, with the one that you love. That's a fact. Now, I will say, Cam, I was not sold in the very beginning before <laughs> At we go all. any further. At all. I was not At sold. Okay. I did not want yeah, I know people in my like business. She's not like I did you, not bro. want my cell phone front street. Mm. DeVal was like, there's an authenticity, though. But when you wake up in the morning, you still have your bonnet on and a crust in your eye. Yeah. People want to see that because that's and real. And that breath humming. You know what I mean? Uh, they can feel it through the Bad phone. jokes about that. That's that. so <laughs> <they're just> like, <laughs> we back know, right? <laughs> so I was just like, no, I'm not she signed up it. for this. Because then also, too, the mama bearing me kicks in. I'm like, oh, you want my kids to be a part of the yes. show and dance, too? Right. Absolutely not. Right. Um, and it was cute when you have 300 followers, yeah, 3,000 followers. In the beginning, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. You These know. are all my people this that I know. Yes. I was there in that day, girl. Yes. Hey, Patrice. <laughs> hey, hello, Heffa. Hey, look. Hey, listen. Back. You know, you know I called girl. you. You didn't hit me you back, know, but you like in my picture. But you like in my photo. Right. Exactly. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. And then... A couple videos went viral, mm -hmm. and then it went from 3,000 to 300,000, and then I was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. But then simultaneously, the bags were rolling in. Mm. So I was convinced. <laughs> I said, let me do my part. It's starting to make sense. And yeah. I'm talking about sense with a C, not an S. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I was like, what my script say today? What video yeah. we got? All right. So nah, baby. Are. Nah, yes. that's bullshit on page three right there. Now, I think I need to give a little bit more up. Maybe I'll cry. <laughs> Everything, that was everything, it. Cam, Literally. Everything. I used to write everything in the beginning. And then she would just say whatever, like whatever. Then it just started to be like, I would never say this like this. Right. I'm like, oh, so you have critiques of the yeah. script. I sure as hell yeah. do. Then so it became now, improv for us. So we were just like, improv, all right. Yeah. So, so this is so this is TikTok before TikTok. Yeah. Yes. Right? And that's revolutionary right yes. there. You know what I mean? Um, you know, where we are right now, and I told you, um, you know, off camera that I, I really appreciate the vulnerableness that you guys kind of go about it. You highlight everything. Yeah. And for me, it's like, whether you know about my situation or don't know about my situation, we're all our public figures. Mm -hmm. You know how much you make, mm -hmm. you know how much you go make, mm -hmm. you know how much your partner make, you know what your partner doing, you know who mm -hmm. your partner's screwing, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, you just look on any type of blog site, you can see they want the tea. Yeah, that's all they want. You dig what I'm saying? If they can't get it, they're going to make it up. They're going to make it up. Yeah. And we're in a society now where you're not innocent until proven guilty. You're guilty Absolutely. until proven innocent. And Absolutely. even when you prove your innocence, you still got some type of conspiracy theorists like, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Kadeen down there doing with Cam? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What they right. doing? You're right. Uh-uh. Just, you mean to tell me she doing a podcast at 11 a.m.? <laughs> she right. ain't got, like, you, you know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. You right. And yeah, it, right. it infiltrates your mind to just be like, hold on, wait, what? She texted me, she called me, and she FaceTimed me, but... 
there was like a 10 second or 10 minute grace period. The 10 seconds, that's when it happened. You know what I mean? It happened. The 10 seconds, that's when it happened. It happened. Yeah. yeah. And, and even when you clear your name, the energy that was spent in dragging your name through the mud it ain't was the same. not spent. It ain't the same. With giving you but, some reprieve. Okay. So. But this is how I've reconciled this, right? 99% mm-hmm. of the world's wealth is controlled by 1% of the population. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a fact. Right? So most people living in today's life is not happy with where they are financially or socially. Most people have to work in order to make ends meet, and most people are living somewhere slightly above to on the poverty line. Mm-hmm. When you live life like that, and you're thinking about the marginalized people, right? So the people who support us, for example, black culture supports mm-hmm. us, right? Black culture has been marginalized since its inception in right. 1619, so a lot of people are upset. If you learn to have empathy for people who don't get to live the type of life they want to like, uh, they want to live, you start to understand where the comments come from, right. where them looking for the tea. Because if you're not happy with your life, you don't want to see someone else just being happy with their life. Right. Sometimes it's easier to just hope that everything ain't as sweet as it seems. So they can't wait for something bad to happen. And I've learned to have empathy for people. You know, it's like their comments or the things they created just a projection of what they're going through. Right. It really got nothing to do with me. These people don't know me. Mm-hmm. So whatever they say don't matter to me. Right. So it's like I've learned to reconcile because I'm like, man, I, I pray that everyone's able to find the type of peace that I found with my lady, mm-hmm. with my life, with my kids. And if they can't, you know, I'm, I'm going to pray that they find it. But I ain't going to spend no energy trying to think about, you know what I'm saying? How can I change everybody's ideas of who I am? Oh, bullshit. Nah, bro. I'm so you me. mean to tell me them, 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 them fingers ain't itching when you when y'all post something and they be like, oh man, Kadeen, that's shit up front. That's like, girl. That be like, me. I'll be ready to The clap back, shit clap back queen. Have you it. You know what I'm saying? So, hold on. Hey, uh, uh, Retribution 1919, <laughs> baby. Your page private for a reason. It should stay there. Keep no. your little comment to yeah, yourself. I ain't gonna lie to you. We do have those conversations. I have moments, yes. And we do have those conversations. But I have to also understand, like, everybody just not gonna be happy for me. No, he really has become like I'm the like, person to be like, Kadeem, like, don't even waste your energy. Yeah. I'm just like, but just I have time today. Just yeah. one. Just I one mean, time. Just I mean, one I'm time. Back oh, one block. The kids off and the just one block. You know, I'm sitting in the nah, car in the carpool line. <laughs> what, what, I got a little time, you know. And he always is encouraging me, like, just no. don't even do Ooh. it. And he doesn't. And you know what we also Ooh. have? We have a crew of people. Like, you know how Beyonce yes. got her hive? Mm. We got a hive. We have a crew of supporters that- What they, what they call? Mo- what they call? We, we need to name them. We should name them. We should name them. We should name them. Those who support the, the, the us. Ellis. We got a name. <laughs> the so, Ellis. It has to be something- <laughs> Them snakes. They got the, them Ellis. <laughs> what Rihanna got? Rihanna got the Navy. She got the- yeah, She got the Navy. the Navy. Okay. Beyonce got the hive. Uh-huh. We gotta come up with something. We gotta come up with something. What's y'all? What's y'all? You know how they got like, uh, you know, the collab. What, what's y'all name? Like Kimye, what's y'all? Yeah, like Kimye, but I, I don't even. We don't even have a name. Yeah, like no one's Because it would be like kind of corny if it was like Caval. Caval. That's the only thing I can think of that would make sense, right? Caval. Yeah, yeah. but they just call us Ellis's because we married. Yeah, the Ellis's. That's just it. Yeah. But um, you right. You are right. Though. I'm not gonna say that it don't sometimes be like. Damn, like it hit. Mm-hmm. I just make choices not to get too, involved in it. Yeah, and Deval has kind of explained it to me this way, which makes a lot of sense. When you put something out there, whether it's a post, a video, whatever, you have to be open to and understand that people have the right 
right. to comment. Thank you. Like social media was created off of a, a off of a algorithm to give people freedom of speech. Yes, that's it. And once yes. they voice they that, you can it. empathize with them and say, like, listen, bro, you can feel however you want to feel. That's it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Now, some people got more of the nonsense and mo and, and, and than others, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Cam, Cam, now hit, I know you feel me. You was number one overall pick, mm -hmm. won a national championship, yes, probably one of the greatest seasons in 2015. Mm -hmm. But your whole career, people always doubted you. Right. You did not have the time or energy to respond to every negative comment. Listen you here. You found a way. Hey, this is where you zoom in, uh, <laughs> camera guy. You found a way. I don't give a fuck. You see what I'm saying? And I always see? walked into that that presence of like, bro, I really don't give a fuck. I don't care. Like, it's almost so like, that's my superpower. So then there you go. You see what I'm saying? I've always, it, like, my, my, my rapport speaks to like, bro, he can't give a fuck. Look at what he got on. <laughs> he can't give a fuck. Look that what, is, I ain't gonna lie. Look that what he true, said. Bro. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? If that ain't no, if that ain't no damn example, like bro, I don't. Man, listen, it's just me dancing all alone in this day. And I, bro, I feel, I feel like that's like I said, my superpower. Like I don't have a problem with not giving a fuck. That's and and if I had an eHarmony account, and I love asking this question, what would be your the thing that makes you different than the next person. And I said, my gift is my curse. It's like, I'm so easily attached, but as easier detached. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when you're done, you're done. Oh, you're off, you're yeah. Off. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, in a split second. I knew you couldn't give a fuck. You 6'5", mm -hmm. I seen you one day, you had on the ascot, a hat. You ain't have no facial hair. Mm -hmm. You had on some super tight pants. And you walked in the press conference like, this is me. I said, this nigga can't really don't give a fuck. I ain't never seen a nigga six five with tight pants on an ascot. From Atlanta, nigga. Ah, yeah, I was like, I yeah, was like, just don't yeah. care. But see, the thing is, people get this shit twisted because they say, ah, oh, man, you know, the motherfucker from Atlanta. Listen, you play that silly shit if you want to, you're going to get slapped. <laughs> like, real shit. Like, I'm just keeping it a buck. Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm very secure in my sexuality. I'm very secure as a human being. I'm very secure as, you know, a person that I am. But at the same time, you come play some silly shit around me, bro. I, I'm I'm the true definition of an alpha male. So let me ask you a question. Yeah, absolutely. I love that description because I feel like I'm the same way. That's why when you say to me, "How could I look at the comments and really not?" Mm -hmm. Bro, when you know you're walking in your purpose and you have value outside of what people try to put mm -hmm. your value on, you you can't. You have to ignore that. Of course. You know what I'm saying. So that's why when it's mm -hmm. come to sharing, I know my value. Mm -hmm. You can take it or leave it. If you hate it, you hate it. My question to you guys is, you know, what what this is, I don't know if this has ever been done. Let's just call it a spade a spade, right? Because even half of the people or more than half of the people that that you guys said were the couple of the culture, you don't hear shit about Beyonce outside of that album. Mm -mm. Jay-Z doesn't even have social media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And heaven forbid if damn everything is edited from the Obamas, that doesn't make mm -hmm. them bad or worse. But it's like, it's curated. how do you protect, you know, just the brand? You feel me? Because my, this is my question. You being who you are, being a person that's married, does that affect the people who you hang around with? And like for, for both parts, it's like, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to Cam House. Mm-hmm. 
Cam. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't like him. You know, he know I don't like him. And matter of fact, no, -uh, you ain't going no more. You got these boys that, you know, like, it, does he have people that you are in question of or does she have people that you're in question of? Because it goes both ways. You can answer that. I, no, I don't, I mean, I will say, I know there's a bro code, so I'm sure whatever happens with the homies stays with Absolutely. you I'm and not, the homies. That's not, that's but at the same time, too, voice. I think that DeVal, I know DeVal is a person who's not easily influenced no. by anybody else. This man is his own self. Always been. And he moves in his own purpose and he moves in his own manner. And not even I can sometimes convince him to do things differently if he's dead set on a particular way. So, I mean, you do have your friends that are single, you have your friends that are married, you have your friends that are in situationships, yeah. you know, on the in-between, but it never really affects how I see him or me giving him, quote unquote, permission to do something. Like, have you ever heard the term allowing, like your, yeah. your spouse yeah. allowing you to do something? And the word allow tends to just make people- It's a trigger. It's a yeah, trigger. It's just triggered. very triggering. And we never allow each other to do anything because we're both individuals and we treat each other as such. So he's able to and fully able yeah. to do anything that he wants to do. The respect component like comes in by running it by me. But it's the same, same question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, she can do what she want to do. I don't have no problems with none of her friends, single, married. Mm -mm. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I, I gotta give people choices. You have a choice to make, to, to decide what you wanna do. Right. I can't create your choices and then feel like it's honest if you're here. Yeah. I want you to wake up every morning and, and wanna be and here because you yeah. wanna be here. Mm -hmm. If I start making rules and saying don't do this and do that, then I feel like I got a pet. Right. I don't want a pet, I want a companion. Do, did you come from this? Are your parents still together? Yeah, both of my parents yeah. are. Our together. parents are, Our are parents still, are still together. together. Okay. Yes. As in, do you like, think that played a intricate piece of why you guys are still together? Um, I'll, I'll say this: um, watching my parents, watching her parents, there were parts of that marriage that we both said we don't want to be like them. Okay. So this is the interesting part. People think that if you grow up in a household with both your parents, you see marital bliss. Mm -hmm. Kids see everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Kids hear everything. More than so, what they acknowledge to. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. And for sure. I grew up, there were times I was just like, man, I ain't never getting married. Mm. Based on, you know, the things you hear. When your parents are going through financial issues, they're going through stuff and they don't think the kids are listening, they screaming at each other or they going back and forth. You're like, why would I ever? Woman! Yeah. <laughs> Shut the Yo, for real, it's like, it's like, why would I sign up for this? Get back. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then your parents, you are the first person your parents vent to when you become an adult. Right. So I grew up and she did the same thing. She grew up the same way. You get to reversal. be about 17, 18, then your mom is like, oh, you know your father. And it's like nag, nag, nag. Then your pops come, you know, you know how your mom is and it's nag, nag. It's like, man, I ain't gonna never wanna live like this. So I made choices with my marriage to not be like that. Mm -hmm. And she did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, people like to throw around the term, you know, gener generational trauma and curses and things like that. Seeing, for example, my parents, growing up over the years, there was a very clear, because I'm the oldest of three, a very clear transition with which they went from being this couple who I idolized and was just like, wow, I can't wait to one day have this, right. to then eventually become, how did y'all even end up together? Yeah. Like, they say opposites attract, but this, this shit right here ain't yeah, it. This ain't healthy. And as, a, as an adult, I had even said to them at one point, like, 
y'all sure you don't want to just like call it quits and yeah. just get a divorce and you go there and you go there. That way I'm not getting. Fuck it, I'm gonna pull the call. My God, listen, like, there was times she was like, and just over it because then it became like it became a burden for me. Yeah, because it's like you know I'm not taking a side saying mom is right or dad's right. It was just like both of y'all yeah. are doing some fucked up shit, yeah. and both of y'all have points. Right, you know. So as a as an adult and as a human, I've learned to give my parents some grace, but mm-hmm. in the same breath, be like Deval. Bro, this yeah, we, communication thing that my parents and my family never does, mm-hmm. that can never be a thing for us. Yeah. I don't know how to communicate effectively, and I had to be honest with him right. about that over the years. And it's something I'm still unpacking and still working on, mm-hmm. how to effectively communicate myself when taking some of the emotion out of it and right. not just flying off the handle and being emotional yeah. because I want to be and I, I don't know how to express myself. It's something we're still working on to right. this day, and yeah. it's something my parents never exercised or encouraged. Mm. So those are the things that we're working on as a married couple right. within our marriage, and then also with our children. Right. Yeah. Like we're not just saying do as I say, not as I do, or you, you because you're four or five or six yeah. years old, you, you know, don't have you the right that. to express yeah, yourself. Yeah. Those are things that we take very seriously now. There's two things that I really want to highlight that that you just you guys just covered. Number one, I believe in this, right? I believe that love is not bondage. Love is not facts. control. That's love is That's not fact. love is not shackles. Love is not imprisonment. Love is freedom. Mm-hmm. Love, is, love is freedom. Like this works so seamless in in our relationship that I'm filling your cup up, you're filling my cup up, and I want to do that. You don't got no gun in my head. Fill my cup up, motherfucker. <sighs> it's no for real. You know what I'm saying? For real. But at the same time, I say where you guys come from is important because the biggest situation or the issue that I have with people that say, "Man, I'm looking for Mr. Right." You ain't it, mm-hmm. so good night. You dig? No, it's more or less like, okay, babe, let's just keep it a buck. You want to find your, you know, Prince Charming, mm-hmm. but your parents weren't together. Mm. That's not an issue. The issue is you don't surround yourself with the health of knowing as an example to see what is it like to be in a healthy relationship or Absolutely. a working relationship. Mm-hmm. And when people aren't, in that environment where it's like, okay, cool, I'm married, I got married friends, and I got single friends. Mm-hmm. But my married friends, I'm able to cope with them to say, man, listen, I ain't gonna lie to you. Me and Deval, we're going through some shit right now. Mm-hmm. And to respect what we're going through, like, girl, tell me, like, get me, get me over the mountain, girl, because mm-hmm. that's needed. Because as a dude, I ain't gonna sit up here and lie. Right, I have five figures in my life that are married that if they fuck up, it's gonna crush me, mm-hmm. right? And I, I got more individuals that live this life of like, bro, where you at? And it's like, well, yeah. Mike up said, that yeah. nigga don't act yeah. like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, bro, if you yeah. hang around single, single bachelors as a married man, that's a disaster waiting to happen. Because eventually, you're gonna be in a situation where y'all don't see eye to eye. And that person that you're coping with can't even cope with what you got going on. And a lot of times we take advice from people that aren't even credible. I challenge, I challenge, I challenge that a little bit, right? One of my close friends, I used to vent to her all the time, is my boy Dolo. Mm-hmm. Dolo's not married. He's engaged now. Right. But Dolo's never been. He's, he used to be the guy I'm never getting married. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that go on trips, guy trips, be gone for weeks. He's an entrepreneur and makes his own money, right? But... When I used to hit up Dolo and be like, man, I'm going to this, he's the one that used to be like, hey, you need to calm down. Like, you got a good woman. He's the one that'll speak life 
empower into me and kind of talk me off the edge. Mm -hmm. Cause we've been together since 18. Mm -hmm. That ain't no easy road. Yeah, like 18, there was a time between 18 and 25 where I was a motherfucker. I talk about this all the time, right? right? I, my ego was huge. Um, I was also very insecure because I was a walk-on in college. I was a free agent tryout in the NFL. I always felt like I had to prove. prove. Which means I always had to walk in with my bravado and my ego first. Mm -hmm. That was a detriment to my relationship because everything I did outside in the world, I took it home because that's who you become. Right. It wasn't until we had our first, uh, our second son, Cairo, that I started to realize like I got to change my behavior if I really want to elevate. And I'm not even talking about elevate financially. I just meant elevate as a person. Bro. You spend so much time dealing with bullshit and yeah. trying to be who everyone else is telling you you should be that you don't even like who you become yeah. once you become that. Yeah. And then I started to look uh, look around my friends and realize like I know there's certain people here who got my best interests. Mm -hmm. Whether they married or not, divorced, single, I'm going to talk to them. Mm -hmm. The other people, they my friends, but... If I'm going through something, yeah, this ain't the best. I'm not this ain't the best to you. legal counsel. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you're not <laughs> the one. I'm this not. Ain't, nah. This ain't Johnny Cochran. Then. Right, this right, is right. Cochran. <laughs> right, right. This is some cock bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But and you have to have discernment as a man. Right. As a man, you know who you can listen to and who you can't. You the same goes for women, because you know your friends who are just glutton for punishment and they are in misery and they just want yeah. you to be in misery as yeah. well. And then you have to reassess yeah. is this person even a friend or not? Right. Um, but with Deval and I, I think the big shift happened for us in our relationship is like the patriarchy tells you what you should expect from a marriage, what you should be as a wife, what you should be as a sure. husband. And this That's is true. stuff that we unpack more in our book. Um, just really trying to like think about the, the figures we had around us. You spoke about our parents, for example, who have been whatever kind of example they were to us in marriage. Then you have this idea of like, well, as a wife, I should be doing these things. As a husband, he should be doing these things. Well, we never consult each other who's in yeah. the marriage on what exactly the needs are that should be met. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't until Deval and I literally made the choice. And he started this and I followed suit because I realized how much more it assisted me in my mentality when it came to marriage and choice. He said, Kay, do you know that when I wake up in the morning, before I do anything, after giving thanks to God for another day, I say to myself, how can I make this day easier or better for Kadeem? Mm -hmm. And when he told me that, I was almost in tears because I'm like, shit. When my when I wake up, this it's just like, like yeah, I asked her, I said, yeah. Do you, do you think the same for me. And I was like, I don't. I think about deadlines that need to be met. I'm checking my calendar. You know who needs what deadline to be met. You know what kid has what appointment, and who's on the bottom of that totem pole. The one yeah. person who mm -hmm. sole purpose deserves, is to make sure right. and deserves to make sure that you know I should be making sure mm -hmm. that he's okay. Right. So when he told me that, I was like almost in tears and I was like, I cannot believe that for so many years, I'm thinking I'm doing all the things and I'm juggling, but I'm constantly asking him to understand. Yeah. You should understand because you see I'm stressed. You should understand because you see I'm mm -hmm. pregnant. You should understand because you see I'm busy. But at the same time, I was like, when, when are you, Kadeen, going to now clock out of that mm -hmm. and clock into your husband? Yeah. And that's when things became astronomically better for us. That's crazy. And that's really, that's a, that's a big, big gem right there. Um, I think where, as a society, we kind of get, and I made the mistake, and I always, I use that not as a scar, but as a star to use my platform to, to acknowledge that I made a mistake, right? And I spoke on, you know, women and men empowerment, right? Mm -hmm. And my question goes off of what I said. I, I, I spoke on this speaking about women and bad bitches and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, well, we don't need this and we don't need that. And that was, that was completely, 
I didn't get to explain what I really meant. I've mm -hmm. explained it multiple times and I'm gonna explain it again. It's like, it's not necessarily that I meant that we need more women or, or more bad bitches. It's more or less like, we gotta be better for our partners. Absolutely. And if it takes the man to shut the fuck up, and listen to your woman because you got a, a rider with you, mm -hmm. bro. Shut the fuck up, bro. Put your ego in your back pocket, bro, mm -hmm. and keep that motherfucker there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then as a woman, it's like, bro, like, I can't fight the world and then come home and fight you too. Like, that's 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 that. warfare. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So my question is, you know, understanding that, how do you guys balance the difference between submissive and aggressive? You know what I mean? So there's always a power dynamic in every relationship. And I talked about history before, right? Mm -hmm. If you understand the history of our culture, you'll understand how the power dynamic has put the black woman always at the bottom, right? There's always white supremacy, then everybody else. But then you got the patriarchy, so it's male supremacy, then everybody else. Mm -hmm. So if you're a black woman, you're at the bottom, bottom. So you have to understand where that quote-unquote aggression, even though it's not aggression, because most black women have left to fend for themselves, mm -hmm. right? I still feel, though, as the man... The, I am the leader of my household, right. right? But as the leader, that doesn't mean that I just tell everybody what to do. My first responsibility as the leader is to make sure everyone is okay, mm -hmm. right? So I have to be of service Protection. to my wife. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you say things like that, I have to be of service to my wife, the trigger word for people is like, oh, he wants to serve his wife, he's a simp. Mm -hmm. And then you have all the detractors <laughs> who call you a simp because you, as a leader, want to serve your wife, right? Mm -hmm. Then as a woman, if she says, no, I want to serve my husband, mm -hmm. they tell her she's submissive right. and you're setting women back. Right. Mm -hmm. In our relationship, and it only works in ours because we've agreed to these power dynamics, I'm the man, I'm the head of the household, right. I lead. We both make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I pay all the bills in the house. Subtle flex. Right, see, subtle flex, subtle flex. <laughs> but because I did write, I did make a post, I said, um, I realized the greatest flex I could ever have is when my wife is kept but she keeps making money. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. As the leader, when we both make money, I take care of the family, I take care of our wealth planning, I take care of our legacy building. Whatever money she make is hers. She can do whatever she wants to do with it. So is she really being submissive and being controlled? No, because she has the opportunity, if she wants to, to go somewhere else. But me being a leader and being in that position of power, giving her an opportunity to live in a life in a world with full autonomy, right. she don't have to. De she don't have to de depend on anybody else, not even me. Or desire anything and from somebody. Else. So when she don't gotta live like that, and she can just do whatever she wants, but she still wants to be my wife. Mm -hmm. That makes me feel good. Yeah. I think people you know what I'm also saying? mistake submission with stifling. Mm. It doesn't mean that you have to be stifled in your relationship if you decide that you want to submit to your man. I will say. Mm. I submit to my husband because mm. why? He's proven time and time again that I can trust in his leadership, mm. that mm. he empowers me as a woman to do whatever it is I seek out to do. Yeah. Talk about it, baby. Talk about These it. things yeah, make yeah. it easy for me to be like, go ahead, baby. Mm. It's you. I'm, I'm here to just, you got the idea? How are we going to execute it? Mm -hmm. And that's usually how we work. DeVal's mind goes a yeah. million miles a minute, and yeah. he's always coming with a new idea, a new, a new approach, a right. new business. And I'm just like, cool, how are we going to make it happen? Yeah. It's easy to sit back and be like, yo, I can depend on this man because I know he's a yeah. man of his word yeah. and not only of his word, of his action. Yeah. And in moments when he and I are having a struggle where it's like, Dan, you know, okay, how do you feel about this? If it's something that I don't care too much about, I just digress. I'm like, bro, it's on you. We tap yeah. into each other's strengths as well. Like we know when we have yeah. to kind of, yeah. you're better equipped to do that, Deval, you do it, okay? Yeah. You're better equipped to do it, you do it. And it's not like a gender role thing. Yeah, right. It's not like a, this is what husbands or wives it do. It just feels natural. It feels yeah. natural. My last, my last thing for me is really simple. Have you guys ever discussed or went over 
or do you know each other's non-negotiables? Oh my, for us, I, that's that's a difficult one because um, we're big on grace. We're big on grace, and we're also big on not drawing lines in sins. Because if there's anything that we talk about the most, is having empathy for each other. But it's still it's still the thing where this this is this non-negotiables isn't it's it's a triggering word. Mm. But we've always, I'm not sure what you guys' religion or faith is, but me being a Christian, there was always a non-negotiable from day one, right? Mm -hmm. The forbidden fruit. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think as relationships, and I'm in a relationship now, proud, and I think the thing that always gives me grace and knowing is like, what is my partner's non-negotiable? Because if I tap into that apple and I bite into it, yeah, can I get away with it? But over time, it's like, that's going to be a burden on my heart. But let me ask you a question. God presents non-negotiables, but he always allows latitude for forgiveness, mm -hmm. right? If God, the greatest creator of all, can find in his heart to forgive people, how can we as people say, there's nothing you can do that I can't forgive you for? Oh, you're talking to a person, and I'll say this. There is nothing in life, including death, that's not forgivable. You see what I'm saying? Over time. Over time. It's gonna take time. Now, if you now if you kill my mom, I'm not about to sit up here and be kumbaya with you the you next day. But over that. time, I realize that I have to find peace in, in the situation and say, you know what? Her time here is done. And I'm not saying that. And let me, you know, mm -hmm. be very clear about that. But it, it takes people different times to grieve. And if you're going with this with this mole or this ulcer on your heart, just like, man, fuck Kadeem. Yeah. That motherfucker got my motherfucking brother killed. Like, no, yeah. let's, let's relax. Now, if you have to go through that, you gotta give yourself some time and say, listen, okay, let's 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 get rid of this and let me find ways to move forward with that. Because if you can't operate off love if you're looking in search of revenge. I feel you. But that, but that to me is why a non-negotiable for us, I feel like, or for me at least, doesn't exist. I need to understand why you made the choices, right? So if we can have a conversation and, and we can come to terms with, okay, you made this choice because of X, Y, Z. Can I empathize with that choice? Yes. If I can empathize with that choice, then let's discuss it and see if we can move past it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can't sit up here on a pedestal and I don't feel like my wife can sit on any pedestal as well and look down on either one of us and say, if you do this, this is wrong. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Now, with that being said, I'm always going to make choices that's going to benefit the couple. Not to say it's wrong or not to say that it's over with, just to understand that if you do that, be prepared to face what it comes with. And I don't right. think a lot of men, because, I mean, yeah. listen, being in my position, bro, I've always had access. Oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course, absolutely. And that, and that could be, that's a very broad thing. Of course. And like for me, I had to really kind of read back and say, bro, hold on, bro. You're kind of feeling yourself a little too much. Put yourself in her shoes. Mm. She say yes because that's who she is naturally. Mm. But what is it coming with? Right, absolutely. Does it come with you're doing something and when you say you're with this person, she'll approve you going with that person, but in the back of her mind, she's thinking every time you're with that person, this is what she really thinks. That, right, I feel you know And it's not, that is not, um, it's too expensive. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's a, it's a, I mean, when yeah. that type of it requires so much more energy. Yeah, to have to it does. Space yeah. like that. I think my, I do have one like non-negotiable though. Yeah. I told her I was like, if he had a child outside of our marriage mm -hmm. or our relationship. Yeah, she said she it's a wrap. Be, she can live. Wow, I could put that on tape. Yeah, but but listen, and I'll say this, and, and like we keeping it funky. I did that. Mm -hmm. I did that, and I'm not I'm not afraid of it. I'm not ashamed of it. 
I think it really exposed the real in the situation. And granted, you know, people were hurt. I hurt people. Mm-hmm. And I was hurt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the whole cliche thing is hurt people hurt, hurt people. people. Right. So in that phase of my life, I was so egotistical. Where it was like, but Cam, you can't shame yourself. No, 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 Making no. choices. No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? It made me. It, I am who I am because of that situation. Absolutely. I'm at peace. And you, and you know what I'm saying? I look at, I look at both of my baby mothers and know that each child was made out of love, and they still have love mm-hmm. that they see every single day, whether I'm with their mother or not. You know what I'm saying? And as I grow into my own situation, I'm prepared for them to grow in their own situation too. That's right. just a respect thing. You Absolutely. Feel me? I understand that in, in my time, it's like, bro, you don't got jurisdiction over there no more. You don't. Right. That, that's your jurisdiction is. is with your children. That's I, that, I, that, You that, know, absolutely. who she talks to, who she deal with, bro, like, bro, I don't, I don't, it's, it's not bringing me peace. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I made that situation and coming from a person who did, I apologize more ways than one. And I still take every opportunity to say, man, listen, I was not healed. Mm-hmm. And it took me going through that to heal and say like, listen, bro, bug, you got to focus on bug. You know what I'm saying? Because you keep going and That's you, the key you're doing though, certain things. What like, you just oh. said is the key. We we talk about this all the time. The more I focus on myself, I became a better husband. Mm. The more she focused on Kadeen, she became a better wife. And then we made the choice to be better together, right? Yeah. The biggest thing is about choices. When people typically speak about the, the members of the opposite sex that they deal with, they don't realize that they keep dating the same type of person in different forms, right? right. Then they cast a wide net over everybody, right? My, one of my boys, and all these bitches is money hungry. Ah. Dude, dude, you go to the same club right. and meet the same women at the same time at right. the same club, but then you say, oh, bitches, how about you try something different? Yeah. And it's the same thing for women. That's insanity. You, you meet the same guys doing the same things, and then when they treat you or dog you out, you say, all oh, niggas ain't shit. Right. That's not the case. The, the niggas, niggas you choose <laughs> ain't shit. And that's, that's the truth. And, and for yeah. us, yeah. we're able to speak the way we speak because I feel like I chose the right person for me. I could sit up here and say all of this stuff and if I would have chose the wrong person then I'd have been up here oh. talking about bitches ain't shit. Hello. So it really depends on who you choose and if you want to be married. I wanted to be married and I wanted to be monogamous. Mm-hmm. I tried the juggling shit. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. My mind was all over trying to chase and do all this other stuff. I couldn't focus on the things that were making me happy and at peace. So I was like why am I doing this? Some people are good at that. Right. I got boys who can balance and freaking great at what they do. It's a balancing being. And that's their, and that, yo, <laughs> but the thing is, they're great at that. That's the life they should live. Right. Because that makes them happy. As long as he or she is honest with all the people they're dealing with, Facts. that's just not my walk. That's I give not props her walk. to people you know who know, like, marriage is not for me. Yeah. Hell yeah. So you save a lot of people a Hell lot of yeah. misery as long as you're yeah. honest. Facts. And be like, you know, that's not something I aspire towards. And I feel Facts. like you have to aspire towards marriage and want that. For it to work, because if not, and you're relying on someone to come along and be like, ah, I don't really want to marry, Facts. but you, you would make me want to get married. Absolutely not. Yeah. Because then That's... it puts the whole, puts the onus on that person. Yeah. What if that person changes? Which, Which that they does will. Happen. <laughs> and marriage is a choice like veganism, right? Mm-hmm. You, like, you, no one, you don't have to be married in life. Mm-hmm. People make it seem like, oh, if you don't get married, you fail. Correct. Yeah. Everybody in the Bible was not, <laughs> everybody in the Quran or, or any great mm-hmm. book. That everybody wasn't married. Facts. So let's stop that. And then for people Facts. who are married, Facts. bro, stop looking down at people who ain't married. married. Right. Yeah, and people who ain't that. married, stop looking down at people who are all married. Like, Facts. bro, whatever Facts. the f- your Cinderella shoe is built for you, That's Cinderella. Facts. That's not Cam's shoe. That's not Kadeen's shoe. That's not Deval's shoe. Like, them Facts. motherfuckers is they shoe. Like, mm-hmm. get the fuck. Mm-hmm. 
I, I agree. I, I see. I see. I, I had, but, but no, I know. Seeing how you live your life, it takes a different type of person to live this and be like, why are people judging me for being who I am? Yeah. That's why you get so passionate about it. Mm -hmm. Because most people follow because conditioning is easy. It's easy for me to walk the line with everybody else, fall in line and just be accepted. Right. It's easy to do that. But is it making you happy to be yeah. accepted? No. Sometimes you just want to step out and do your own right. thing. But every time you step away from the crowd, you get judged. Yeah. And you just have to be willing to be judged and say, I'm going to do shit my way. And if you can find someone that you want to step aside from the crowd with, like I did, yeah, we we Man, laugh like, and joke about it. Like we, it's a beautiful thing. I'm on sand to the beach because my beach is better. Facts. You can keep my beach is chance. better. I I walk places and my <laughs> wife walk in. I'll be like, I'll be like, look, 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 niggas checking out yeah, my wife. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I walk in, I be like, that's mine. Hey, what Kodak <laughs> say? That's my little shit. That's mine. You know what I'm saying? That's mine. Shit. That's mine. You know what I'm saying? Man, listen. At the end of the day, man, appreciate your time. Appreciate everything. And as we end everything and every episode and funky. Friday. We're going to start and we're going to do this in unison. Start with that camera, then we're going to go to this camera, okay. and then we're going to finish with our camera right here. We're going to do one finger, mm. one pinky, mm. one thumb, mm. one love. You did. <laughs> yes! We got to come back, Ken. Yes. I feel like we barely back. like scratch. I'm telling you, bro. But I knew, I knew though, I knew, like, I um, I operate on a on a high thing. Like I protect my peace. I mm -hmm. I, I always try to protect my peace. And I knew when when uh, talent was like, okay, we got a potential to get the Valentine. I said, what for real? <laughs> Man, make that shit happen <laughs> because I know, like, bro, the 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 energy that it's 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 not like you get. You guys are in a structured environment, but think openly. Yeah. And I know that, that, like, that's how I am. You know, I, 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 I try not to judge. I always pride myself on not judging. And when you're in that atmosphere with other people, that's just like, okay, well, we do it like this. But how you do it? Cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, really, shit, bring y'all ass on to Boogie Bill USA on Friday. Nah, yeah, we, yeah, we with yeah, it. We with yeah, it. We with yeah, it. So I told Kay before so. when I came, when I went to Sip and Smoke, I was like, man, nigga, came cool. Like yeah. we had a good comment. And even that was short. Yeah. Even that was short. So this is this is something we got to do, bro. Yeah. This is this is dope. And yo, this yeah. all of this it's needed though. This is fire. It's needed.